Hey, Heat Rockers, this is just a friendly reminder that we are in the middle of the annual Max Fun Drive, which is when we usually release bonus content for the year. We've certainly heard from all of you over the years about how much you enjoy that. And just to remind you, Morgan and I recorded a bonus episode earlier this year before lockdown at the last bookstore, which is a great bookstore and record store here in downtown Los Angeles, where we picked out a few records from their stacks and talked about them right there in the store. There are tons and tons of similar bonus episodes from all of the Max Fun shows waiting for you as new and continuing members. You can become a member easily at MaximumFun.org slash join. Choose an amount that fits within your monthly budget, be it $5 a month, $10 a month, or $20 per month and up. Whatever level you choose, your support combined with that of other MaxFun members like you enable us to keep producing this show. That's MaximumFun.org slash join to sign up and see all of the cool gifts available. And thank you so much for your support. All right, let's get into the show. Hello, I'm Oliver Wong. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. You're listening to Heat Rocks. Every episode, we invite a guest to join us to talk about Heat Rock, you know, an album that burns eternally. And today, we'll be winding the clock back to last year to revisit Worthy by India Ari. The next thing they turn around, they clone you and me. The way they do the human race is a ridiculous crime. And Colin Kaepernick's me got y'all losing your minds. Come on. Barrett Strong and Norman Whitfield's words sum up my feelings about the year 2020. They write in I Heard It Through the Grapevine, Oh, I bet you wonder how I knew about your plans to make me blue. And while neither me nor anyone else could have predicted this level of calamity, somehow I knew this year would be something else. I wonder how she knew and if she knew, if India Ari knew that her album Worthy would be so necessary, so relevant, so on point to the year 2020 and all that that year has brought with it. And why is this album all those things? I'm glad you asked. To begin, over several songs, she asks us to consider things that in 2020, we still have to consider. What If asks us to consider the contributions of those whose early activism and social justice fights started movements that have led to movements. It asks us to consider mattering, to consider leadership and civic responsibility. And now, Roller Coaster opens up with a news report of a Black person being killed in their own home. Sound familiar? then asks us to consider Flint and genocide and Colin Kaepernick and the music industry and celebrity culture. What a shoulda coulda asks us to consider what it is to walk in truth in our magic, despite a hot timeline, public opinion and Hollywood standards. Hour of Love asks us to consider healing in quiet places and moments. And speaking of love, there are songs like Crazy, In Good Trouble, Steady Love, Tracks that remind us that considering all others, faith and hope, the greatest of these is still. Finally, this album asks us to consider ourselves, seeing ourselves, freeing ourselves, and being ourselves. And for 20 years, India Ari has spoken from her conscience to ours. But this is 2020. And in 2020, strength, courage, and wisdom are the minimum requirements. Maybe we didn't know how much we needed these songs before. Maybe some of us didn't know about this year's plans to make us blue. 
or make us brave. Maybe some of us just needed a reminder that we are worthy, all things considered. This album is a heat rock. That's it. That's the tweet. What if soldier never told the truth? Ida B. Wells never printed the news. Harriet never went underground. Where would we be now? We are the ones we've been waiting for. We can change the world. We can change the world. Worthy was the album pick of our guest today. Singer, songwriter, poet, author, and educator, Camille Yarbrough. You may know her name from her 1975 album, The Iron Pot Cooker, and its song, Take Your Praise, made globally famous when Fatboy Slim sampled it for his 1999 hit, Praise You. We've come a long, long way together Through the hard times and the good I have to celebrate you, baby I have to praise you like I should. The Iron Pot Cooker was just reissued for the first time on vinyl again, but Camille's career extends far beyond a song or an LP. She was first a star of the stage, having toured with the play To Be Young, Gifted, and Black, inspired by the life and career of the late Lorraine Hansberry. Yarbrough then created her own one-woman show in the early 70s, Tales and Tunes of an African-American Griot, and ended the decade with Cornrows, an illustrated children's book about black cultural heritage and beauty and the power of hair, something that India Ari certainly knows about. Camille is both a student of and custodian for traditions of black dance and spent years on the faculty of the City College of New York teaching dance and other courses. It is our honor to have her with us. Camille Yarborough, welcome to Heat Rocks. I thank you so much. I am so happy to be here and to be here to speak about Sister India Ari. It's been a long time since I wrote the album and the music and did the performances for the Iron Pot Cooker. But one of the songs on that album was, But It Comes Out Mad. I'll figure out why we got fuss and fight on Monday. Why we got to n- not speak on Tuesday. Why, why, why we got to throw hot water on India Ari has gone past that. <laughs> what I mean is I was trying to say to people, let's look. And at the end of the song, I asked why was what me always, must we always fuss and fight on Monday, throw hot water on Wednesday, cut up clothes on Thursday, go upside the head on Friday and kick ass on Saturday. And then how we got the nerve to carry it to Jesus to save on Sunday morning. Well, that was because many of the people in my community were angry. You see, what we have today, we have, we have the Internet, and we see some of the horrors that you spoke of in the introduction, police brutality, all of that. People didn't see it. We saw it. We lived through it. Mm. When I was teaching at, at City College in the Black Studies Department, we were talking about the things that India talks about. She's done it. You understand? She jumped over a lot of that. And she wrote about in Worthy. Yeah, we're worthy. That's what the Black Studies Department was trying to tell us. You know, you're worthy, y'all. Uh, but she's there. 
And the fact that just the song, uh, Take Your Praise, which is what I wrote, and Bad Boy Slim made it into Praise You, that's perfect. I wanted that feeling to be out. She put out, We Are Worthy, and mine was Take Your Praise. So it's on that same track of inspiring people. That I, I love to do that. I love I was grow up on the South Side, I saw a lot of a lot of things. I experienced things. And I saw too much unhappiness. So listening to India Ari, I see a person who has gotten over a lot of that. She's come through it. Am I talking too much or what do you want to nope. go someplace no, no, else? Not at all. Um so my joy is that all of the marching and protesting and being beaten up or shot that happened in the 60s and 70s. And we thought that maybe the message didn't get through. It got through. Yeah. So that's why when I was asked to choose uh, an album, that was one that I chose. The other people had similar, but they're not doing what she's doing the way she's doing it. Mm. Camille, I'm wondering, how long had you been following India Ari's career for, since the very beginning when she first started recording in the early 2000s? Yeah. I think she was up from within a, for an award with uh, uh, Alicia Keys, and, and Alicia got the award. And it was at that time that I said, oh, wow, well, she was good. You know, India Ari was, you know. So that's my beginning of noticing what she was doing. But between that time and now, she's done an awful lot, I'm seeing. I didn't know she's done all these other things, these albums. This is her seventh um, her seventh album. Wow. So, yeah, she's been doing this for for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I do think that art, artists need the time. They do. To grow. Yeah. You need the time to experience some of the things that you write about. And certainly with or this Or you don't album, write about them until after you experience them. That's <laughs> then right. you start writing. Although I think she, her lyrics have been powerful since day one. Mm-hmm. The, time, the timeliness of this album just cannot be lost on me for an album that was recorded in, in 2018 and released last year. It's just so potent to the things that are, that are going on now. Yeah. I would not believe it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. If it didn't make me mad, it would make me cry. Now how are we going to get ourselves out of this mess? It's time for us to elevate our consciousness and raise our boys to be the men we want our girls to marry. Make love, peace, and respect the priority. Cause we're watching as a world. What was your experience like, you know, first hearing this album? What were your initial initial thoughts? She got it. That's all I'm saying. Mm. It was like when I first heard Nina Simone, to tell you the truth. I had just come back into the country. I was traveling with Dunham at that time. Came back into the I was on the bus in Chicago, 63rd Street. And I heard this music. And I said, what? Who is that? And I asked the people, because I'd been out of the country. They said, that's Nina Simone. I said, oh, what? Who? <laughs> so when I heard uh, uh, India Ire, it was a similar experience. What? Wow. Okay. It, it's there. It's still there. The spirit is still there. The love is still there. After all the mess we go through, the love is mm-hmm. still there. And the genius is still there. One of the things that I thought was really striking, especially because this album comes, as Morgan said a moment ago, it's her seventh studio album, not including other EPs and stuff along those lines. I mean, she's been recording now for, for around uh, you know 20 years. Mm. And she sat down with Billboard magazine last year and was talking about the India RE that we got at the very beginning of her career, as opposed to the one that is now, you know, almost two decades later, more mature. And one of the things that she said that I thought was really quite fascinating is, quote, the India of I am not my hair was searching for how to be empowered and free. She knew she had it inside of her, but a lot of things were blocking it. 
the mm-hmm. India of today has achieved freedom and empowerment. Maybe earned is the right word. I like who I am, even in the hard times, and it's coming across in my music, unquote. And I think that sentiment does feel very true, especially because we uh, had previously recorded another episode about uh, an, an, an India Irie album that came, I mean, about kind of midway through her career. Mm-hmm. And there is this trajectory, there is this growth, and I think this comfort with herself that I do feel like is very uh, noticeable on this album compared to, let's say, the the kind of the fresh-eyed India Irie that we got mm-hmm. uh, back in those early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, importance of it. I think you said the word growth. And a a person who is a responsible person uh, understands that life is growth and that there are young people coming behind us who need her. I wrote the book Cornrows because I felt it at that time that our hair was being disrespected as we were. And so I wrote that to give it some roots. Then she comes back. I am not my hair. That means she's been there and she's gone past it. Do you understand? Right. That's yeah. that's right. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And right. the way she carries it is so important. And she might even come out bald headed too. You understand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she says, "I am not my hair. I'm still here." Uh, you know, it's it's the goodness of life as you grow older, as you pass on, you have to leave something, you have to give something, you have to keep growing. And uh, that's what I'm still doing. And I'm still here to say, thank you, sister. When I was coming, when I was too scared to get into show business, I saw a woman named Josephine Baker come on the stage and I said, oh, you don't have to act the part of the mammy anymore. You know, you don't have to put your hair in a certain way anymore and laugh and grin anymore. You can be glamorous. And that's what sister is doing here. She comes on with an elegance, but she's down, but she's still elegant. Where I go to be moved, where I go to be still, your love makes me new. What I admire so much about India Ari is she's been telling us uh, that she was a queen since the beginning, since her first albums. She was saying, I'm not the average girl from your video. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Um, I'm not built like a supermodel, <laughs> right? Yes. But I've learned, I've learned to love myself unconditionally right. because I am a queen, right? Mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. been telling us that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think the journey to loving yourself, especially mm-hmm. as a black woman, is mm-hmm. a continual journey because you have to push back against the lens, That's against right. the gaze, That's against right. culture, against society. Mm-hmm. And so from 2001, when she said, you know, that, mm-hmm. to now, mm-hmm. she's, she's been saying it. And I just like worthy because it's such a cap on all these ideas that to be present in your body, that um, not only am I not my hair, but I'm not my skin and I'm not your expectations. But what I am is worthy. And it is so needed. I'm always thinking about the generation behind. And so many of our young sisters, brothers too, but in this instance, sisters need to know that they are, that they don't have to do certain things. They don't have to do what people tell them to do it. That's not them. You have to feel you first. And that's why it's so painful sometimes when I look and I see what is happening, what is happening now. But something good is happening now too. Uh, These people who are really now finding out that they are worthy on a different level. We have already knew that we were worthy, no matter what was happening to us, the terrorists that were put on us. And now the world is being excited and lifted up by us, by people of African ancestry here. 
you know, it happened because of the tragedies and the, the violence against us. And we're saying, no, we are worthy, in other words. So her album is right there. I am worthy. You are worthy. And we will not take this anymore. And that's something. We are the best of struggles that we won't have to bear. We are the heir to all the prayers that float upon the air. We are, we are. We Morgan, are. I know you know, You have certainly followed, I think, India Aria's career across the span. And this was her first, if I'm not mistaken, what, her first full-length album in, what, seven years? So she had taken a, a bit of a hiatus. There's a an EP in there somewhere, but this is not someone who is you know, who's putting out an album every year. And Morgan in particular, where do you hear, what do you hear in this album, especially musically that maybe we hadn't heard um, from her before? Or does this, is this very consistent with the kind of India Ari uh, catalog that's been established at this point? I have not heard all of her. I'm sorry. Did I? Oh, no, go ahead, please. I have not heard all of her albums, but what I have heard, the music is, this, this music I think is rich. It's solid. I think she was trying things from different cultures maybe before, but I think this is more complete. It's tighter and it's, it's right for now. As I said, I have not heard all of her albums and I've heard some, which, as I said, she was experimenting. She was growing. Mm -hmm. Artists have to grow. If they don't grow, forget about it. Uh, Because that is exciting too, to an audience to see a performer doing a little different, maybe let me try it this way or this way. She's still getting her center. Her center is dictating where she is going. But uh, the music, I think she just has great musicians um, and they know what they're doing. They know how to accompany her because it's she's talking a lot. You know, she's singing, but she's really talking. Yeah. I have nothing negative to say about this, as you've noticed. <laughs> I, th- I think what I hear um, is I do hear the growth. Yeah. It feels, um, as Camille said, like a conversation. Mm-hmm. Even in the heaviness of the themes, there's a lightness about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that the, so that the guitar, you're aware of it, mm-hmm. but it's not o- overly acoustic, if that makes sense. It's talking that the, to Right. That the, 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 the uh, guitar is, is a tool of the emotion behind the album. Uh-huh. That is more uh, of, a, of an emotional tool as opposed to a sonic tool. And that's the difference here. You got me talking on the phone. Oh, now you've got me writing new songs. What the hell's going on? I'm doing way too much. That's how I know I'm in good, good trouble. We will be back with more of our conversation with Camille Yarborough about Worthy the 2019 album by India Ari. After a brief word from some of our sibling Max Fun podcasts, keep it locked. Just to interrupt real quick, this is the Max Fun Drive, and it's been it's been incredible to see how our community has come together to enjoy and share our shows and other content right now. And we're so glad that we can be here to inspire you, to make you laugh, to make you cry, all the things that you need from us most right now. We love seeing your excitement for our new episodes. And of course, as always, we love the tweezies and the retweezies. If you want to support our show, please just head over to MaximumFun.org slash join to become a member. Again, that's at MaximumFun.org slash join. 
You can see all the different membership levels and their corresponding gifts at MaximumFun.org slash join. You get the bonus content starting at $5 per month. Some folks give $50 or $100 a month, but it's most important that you give what's comfortable for your budget. We have a feeling you'll like being a member, and we want you to stick around. And if you're a fan of the show but can't become a member right now, that's totally fine. We know times are tough right now, and this show will always be free for everyone. You can still support us by just listening and telling a friend about Heat Rocks. All right. Now back to the show. Yes, and we are back on Heat Rocks talking the 2019 album from India Arif Worthy with Camille Yarborough. Camille, just to go off on a brief tangent, you told an interviewer last year that when it comes to your song, Take Your Praise, when, and this is the quote that you gave, quote, Fatboy Slim put rhythm to it and it became an international hit, mm-hmm. but the important last verse was left out, unquote, and I was very curious, what verse were you referring to? Um, I want the best for you, baby, and what you want, I want for you, and we can work together, baby, to make it all come true. That's just about it. For some reason, yeah. that is left out. And uh, it has bothered me because it's very important that we work together. And for a people who have had such, such energy put behind separating them, for us to mm. be able to say, I want the best for you and really mean it. And you want the best for me and we can work together. Don't have to fuss right. and fight. Don't have to, as I said in the first song, but it comes out mad that we passed that. India Ivory is past that. Well, it's still there because it's part of life. But that was the verse. Mm. We could make it all come true because you're so rare, you're so fine. I'm so glad you're mine. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know why they do that. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> <laughs> And I talk about it every chance I get. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a, those lyrics sound a lot to me like the lyrics on We Are, which is one of my favorite songs on the album, where she's like, we, we, we are the best of the struggles that we won't have to bear. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We are the heir, we're the heir to all the, the prayers mm-hmm. that float on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of my favorite lines in there. So that your lyrics feel very similar yeah. to what she's saying there, the spirit. And you have to have gotten through something in order to say what she said. For sure. She has come from mm-hmm. uh, her song, I Am Ready for Love, Why Are You Hiding from Me, to now mm-hmm. Steady Love mm-hmm. and Good Trouble. Yes. That's a victory. And it's nice. And that's a victory. Yeah. yeah. I- I'm still looking for that right now, Camille. So I'm hoping. <laughs> me too. Listen, I'm looking I'm right now. Thank you, India, because I'm still I'm trying to get there, sis. So True. keep me uh, in prayer. I, I know about it. <laughs> I've right. tried, tried to work it out. But it's been hard. It's been hard. So I'm just talking about it right now. Artists are very important. Just think of what we would be if we had not had certain artists in our lives. Life is difficult, so the great creator gave us artists. <laughs> Said they'll help you with it. They'll talk about it. They will exemplify what, you know, what you're feeling. They'll give you an example of it. And so it's an honor 
to be gifted artists. There are artists who are just performers. And then there are artists who are gifted, really gifted people from the inside. They carry, they carry a spiritual power. And I'm so, so happy about that. I'm so grateful. You are where I go to feel To remember what is real Ooh. You say I'm glad that you, you you mentioned the spirituality of artists because there is one thing that's been consistent about India Ari and her career mm-hmm. uh, is the spirituality that's present mm-hmm. um, in her and on these albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, one song that really speaks to this is Hour of Love where she says if you if you want to know something like if you want to know real 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 feeling take time for healing she gets into meditation sitting with yourself. If you're looking for protection Learn to read directions written in the depths of your soul. Remember in the noonday, sit in peace, meditate. Stillness takes you further. How, how does she come across to you spiritually? Or you know, what, what makes India Ari so spiritual? Uh, some people are gifted that you're chosen. Okay. Um, I sp- I feel that in her work when I first saw her, she is saying things here that go beyond where pe- most people stop, mm-hmm. you know, in explaining because they don't understand their spirituality. I think she's taken time to let her spirit talk to her and mm-hmm. dictate in some ways the quality of her work, the kind of thing she does. Um, we all have that spiritual power, but some have more. It's genetic. It goes back. It's your ancestry. I always talk about my ancestors because I'm grateful to them. I'm thankful. And they speak to me. And it's nothing mm-hmm. it's nothing spooky, spooky. It's genetic. It's in your DNA. That's who we are. And their wisdom and, and their wisdom is in us or their lack of wisdom is in us. And I'm talking like this because I'm an old timer. You understand? Because <laughs> I've been around a while. <laughs> my grandmother used to call me an old head. And those who are born old heads, those are the ones who carry that that thing that India has. And if you're blessed, you, you and you're in the arts, they see it when you hit the stage, or they hear it when they hear you. Hmm. So you know, you hear me sort of gushing because I'm happy to be able to talk about somebody like this who's doing the work. Yeah. We are. We walk upon the earth. We knock on heaven's door. We are the life that teems along the deepest ocean floor. We are. We are. Morgan, do you have a fire track off of Worthy? I do. My fire track is Crazy. Mm. Uh, the song Crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, it is so tender. And we've talked a lot about the guitar and its role uh, as, as, as an emotional vehicle in this album. But there is something about the guitar in Crazy that is just so tender. Mm. And mm-hmm. it, just, it just makes me feel that and the fact that she's got a, 
Uh, she references Stevie Wonder lyrics to Ribbon in the Sky in there. It's just oh, okay. Chef's Kiss. I'm crazy. at all but somehow I know just who you are and I'm only falling deep yeah she takes her time you hear her breathing yes yeah. yeah so that's that's my fire track what about you Oliver you know much to my surprise it was the the penultimate track on the album so really right towards the end which is sacred space and mm. i was trying to figure out what is it about the song that makes such an impression especially because like i said it comes so late into the lp usually especially in the way in which we're talking a little bit early about sequencing you know we artists usually put like the big hits on the front end because they want to be able to, to catch the listener and keep them there and for what again for whatever reason sacred space even though it comes right at the very end um is the one just sticks with me and i think partly it's just the sentiment of it and i was thinking back in terms of one of our part of our conversation last time we talked about re was just the idea of her earnestness and mm-hmm. that in her lyric writing you know she's not trying to to dress it up uh more than it needs to be and, and the lyric on the hook here on sacred space you are my favorite place you are my sacred space mm-hmm. is I just love the sentiment of it. Mm-hmm. It's so it's mm-hmm. so charming. When I'm running out of time You are where I go to slow So Camille, now that you've had the benefit of some time to marinate on this, do you have a fire track off of here? No. <laughs> uh, it's it's I, too I, hard I, to choose. I'm just I'm just going to say I'm so pleased with the guts of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each of them has it so has its statement, and each of them come together in something that's quite beautiful and, and quite necessary and quite victorious. I just need to hear it more i i'm i'm longing to see our people uh, i'm longing to see her in particular we need to see her we need to hear her uh, stand up and say the things that she says uh in her songs mm. there's just so much there worthy uh, mm. covers a lot yeah it's really apt, I feel like, that we're spending so much time just on talking about the title and, and what that word means, because yeah. I was thinking also about my favorite moment on the album, and it's the hook of Worthy, the song Worthy, because the word to me, just in terms of on a phonetic level, I don't think Worthy is a particularly lyrical word. Like It's a hard word to make sound as good as, as far as other words go, but <laughs> what I admire is Ari's commitment to singing it because it's what she wants to say. and. Mm-hmm. You know, as we've talked about throughout this episode and in the previous one, you know, the, I think one of the distinguishing things about her is that she's always herself in her music. And I know that sounds incredibly cliche that an artist is being themselves, but I think if any artist embodies that philosophy, it really is Ari. Uh, it, it's just the impression that you get from her music again and again. And so the way that she 
commits herself to just singing the word worthy, regardless if it's, again, the, it's going to be the most like phonetically beautiful word to sing at all. That's beside the point. And right. I was thinking back to, I mentioned earlier the, uh, the interview she gave last year to Billboard, and she talks about how, quote, the title of the album was worthy for a couple of years before I had any song. So in other words, she came up with the title first and then figured out, like, I'll sure. put songs to later, but she already knew what mm-hmm. she wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And this is her again. I love that word. It's so potent and it encompasses so much in terms of being deserving of regard and respect, unquote. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right. a lot of our conversation today has been really pondering what does that word mean in this context? And to me, the way in which she just, again, her literal way of singing the word yeah. is a commitment to the concept of it itself. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. I know your life, I felt your pain. I know your joys and your shames. I love that. And I, I love that she says, baby girl, worthy woman. So that each stage, you are worthy when you come in. You're worthy when you when you when you get older. You I, yeah. one of one of the best quotes I, I ever heard on Twitter. And Twitter's good for a lot of things, but one of the best quotes I ever heard was saw was know your worth and then add taxes. And I think <laughs> that that when you add taxes to your worth, you get worthy. Mm. And there is a it isn't it's beyond just knowing your worth. It is knowing that you are absolutely worthy. And that's what I, I I love I love about my that song. My favorite moment on comes on steady love. I have to keep going back to that song. Yeah. Is that although it's not my fire track, it just yields so much. And my favorite moment is comes at about the two forty three moment because she builds to that moment and then what she does vocally, you know, I just had to gather myself. I was like, Good Lord, Indiari's trying to kill me. But at two forty three, <laughs> she takes us to higher yeah. heights. Lovers and friends and mother, his children make breakfast on Sunday and fight and then make up again. Cause if life's gonna be crazy anyway, I wanna do it with you. Steady love. Hey, ooh, um, steady love. That just stopped, stopped my heart. I just, I just love that song. Any favorite moments that you have? on the album, Camille? No, please forgive me. No, no. For not being more specific and, and, and cutting it up the way. No uh, worries at all. Yeah. I am, no, no. I am sort of blown away really by what she has done and what she does. Even that song you're talking about, uh, what she's saying there is so, and and the singing, the singing too. But you know, I'm more a word person. If you, I'm story. I'm thinking about the story all the time. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and the singing is is that's a great part of it. But that's I'm thinking, uh, and right now I'm thinking something that is different. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know how y'all go about this, but uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. We're worthy is what they're saying. But they say it different words. Black Lives. Yes, they do. We are worthy. And when they're fighting to stay alive or to take down a, a statue that uh, was put up by people who were destructive of their own culture and bodies, 
uh, there also saying I'm worthy. Y'all forgive me, but when I think of and listen to India, I re I see that same power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so it, she uses her words to say the same thing that's in the hearts of a lot of people. Right. And right. so that is why uh, I get stuck sometimes. And, but I know, I know what the sister brings. Mm. And it's something that is so needed today. Mm. Yes, her singing, the, the softness of it, the, the facility she has, all of mm-hmm. that is there. Ain't nobody can deny that. They can agree with it. They enjoy it. But it's that package that yeah. it gets me. That's why I'm here. That's why I wanted to talk about her. That's yeah. why I have other things to say about other artists. But this specifically, she's very victorious. And she represents victory of a transition, of victory of a loosening of a power that's in her, that's mm. in all, most of us. But in different levels, she has a certain kind of power that, that, that nothing is going to get in the way, no matter what. Uh, and so I'm here to give respect to that. And that she is on the stage now, cutting up <laughs> and, <laughs> and doing things. Because uh, she's very down, she's very real, but but uh, uh, wisdom is there, mm-hmm. and that's Indeed. what I like. That's what I I, I like. So the uh, so it's whole, it's all of her that I appreciate. Each song is lessons, 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 good lessons. There's joy in each song. There's pain. Now I like it. I get into the pain because I think people have to hear feel some of that pain before they will get up and say, uh, I, I, "I'm worthy." You know, they have to go through some stuff to get there. So I deal in that part of it. But um, I'm just grateful that she's here. Because I'm sick and tired of looking at what I'm looking at on on television and listening to what I don't want to listen to anymore. Uh, It's so so marvelous. It's so rich. Uh, I think our young girls need to hear it and have a conversation with her. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's necessary. So anyhow, I'm I'm just uh, very much. This is either going to be an easy question for you to answer or a difficult one being someone <laughs> of, of a writer of, uh, of such renown and experience as you. But if you had to describe this album in three words, what three words would you choose? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> 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 I can say I love it, but that's not a description. Well, really, it, it comes down to the three words that just come to mind, and it could simply be that I love it. That certainly works, but no, it's important now. It's on time. That's that's three little words. We're important uh, on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's right for now. It's yeah. right forever. But uh, we need this, and uh, I just I'm sorry that people can't see the performance, see a, a real person standing up there saying the things that she says on the album mm-hmm. uh, in her songs. Mm-hmm. That's very good, very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for giving me this opportunity to share these thoughts um, because it's not that that often. Uh, that you did ask me a question that nobody else has ever asked me, and that is, uh, <laughs> you heard me say that they never do the last lyrics. Uh, and that's that's so important. So, thank you for this. Every one of us is worthy. 
We always want to leave our audience with other things that they can check out. So in other words, if they're, if they really enjoyed listening to worthy and give them something else to listen to. So we have, mm-hmm. we always like to make some recommendations and Camille, like, like I said, I'll give you a moment to think about what you might, um, if I might start and, and hopefully this will not come off seeming, uh, seeming too, uh, too on the nose, but if people really like listening to India Ari's album, you should go and check out Camille Yarbrough's Iron Pot Cooker, as I mentioned earlier, newly reissued this year uh, on LP, and I'm sure it's out there on digital. And I think it's an album that, uh, for something that was recorded 45 years ago, it absolutely continues to hold up in terms of the blend of poetry, the musicality, the spirituality, the personality that I think was was, uh, so evident on here. Now a nation of people has crossed over and they're looking for you to come to And don't be frightened, don't push in, brother You did what you thought you had to do And certainly I think there's a lot of different themes that connect between Camille, the album that you recorded back all the way back in the mid seventies and India's album in terms of the themes, there's so many resonances that I think echo back in between the two. So again, I I really recommend people check out Camille's album. Morgan, you have a recommendation? I do. And I'd ask you to go back to 2000 um, and an album that I'm in love with by Eric Badu called Mama's Gun. Mm -hmm. I I think Mm -hmm. Mama's Gun start to finish is an epiphany. It is about um, moving on past relationships and, and brokenheartedness. It is political. You got, you know, AD 2000, you got Orange Moon, you got Times of Wasting. You mm-hmm. have all the benefit of Erica's wisdom at this point in her career. Mm-hmm. And similarly, it has um, lyrics uh, that stick with you and thoughts to pass on for people that have yet to go through certain things. All right. And that's what I think makes it very similar um, to this album. Uh, it's organic, it's intimate, and it's reflective. And I think if you if you like Worthy, then you'll like Mama's Gun. Start with Bag Lady and keep going. Camille, is there something that comes to your mind in terms of when you hear something like Worthy, there's another album that you think, oh, this would actually go really well in terms of thinking musically, thematically, what have you? India takes it on another level and she takes it into a... uh, She doesn't do blues as blues is usually done. Mm. Uh, She doesn't do gospel as gospel is usually done. and I think before there were the more powerful things were in those genres, um, and and I just have favorites that I can't get past. And one of them is Aretha, no matter what she does. I'm gonna leave it at that.
Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Heat Rocks with our special guest, Camille Yarborough. Can you tell us what you're working on now? Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on an autobiography, but I'm doing some poetry. Sometimes it just comes to you and you have to do it. Yes. It, It continues until it's finished and it has to finish itself. There's a spiritual part of our lives which we need to investigate. Uh, having been brought out of the motherland, out of the rituals, uh, but we still have a center here, and we still go through things. It, when I was doing some play, a play in Washington, Ford's Theater, spirit came to me on the stage. I'm an actress. I'm trained, but I had not no control over myself whatsoever. And then that said, Camille, you have to check yourself because over the years, certain events that happened to me, which took me out of the the person that is professional and all of that, and took me into another world. And I had to understand that power of that world. So I describe as I'm writing it in a dance studio, how I was taken and then the teacher who was a priest from Brazil came to me and we had conversation while I was in that state. And so that said to me, I understand, I began to understand my work more. I began to understand why I sing what I sing and what I say, how I approach life and why I pour libation because it's part of the spiritual stuff that came, that's still in me that came from the motherland. And I think we as a people have to really examine ourselves deeper to find how we survived over here is because we had a certain kind of spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm writing about right now. That one experience and then learning after that and going on the stage, uh, carrying that onto the stage uh, and getting in trouble because of it, because people don't want to talk about I'm an African, I'm black or something. They want to talk about everything else. But yeah. my thing is, I'm going to talk about it because it's not really me talking, it's my ancestors <laughs> talking. Can't, can't mm. you see that? So anyhow, that's what I'm writing about right now. We just want to thank all of our members for supporting Heat Rocks. Morgan and I are so grateful for the support that you've given us both emotionally and on social media and of course financially to be able to help us make the show that we do that you also enjoy. Remember, our show is member supported, which means that we get to create the show in a way that is authentic and beholden to no one but us and our audience, meaning you. If you have not yet had a chance to join as a member, you can do so at MaximumFun.org slash join. That is MaximumFun.org slash join. You've been listening to Heat Rocks with me, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Our theme music is Crown Ones by Thess One of People Under the Stairs. Shout out to Thess for the hookup. Heat Rocks is produced by myself and Morgan, alongside Christian Duenas, who also edits, engineers, and does the booking for our shows. Our senior producer is Laura Swisher, and our executive producer is Jesse Thorne. We are part of the Maximum Fun family, taping every week live in their studios in the Westlake neighborhood of Los Angeles. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.